This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance. Hey Ann, on this week's edition of This Bites, the James Beard Foundation just had their annual awards gala. We're going to do a recap of all the winners. And then we're going to talk about treats for mom. As you know, Mother's Day is this weekend. And then finally... There's a pop-up arepa at Ambalinda. I'm going to talk a little about that. So, Anne, did you catch the James Beard Awards uh, earlier this week? I did. You saw it, you probably streamed it online. I streamed it online. Yeah. didn't stream the whole thing because, mm-hmm. you know, as, as yeah. award shows can be, you, you're waiting for certain categories to be announced, mm-hmm. and I was waiting for certain, certain ones. categories. Kind of history was made in several in several ways. Mm-hmm. I think, like, 11 of the 15 kind of chefs, winners, were people of color or women, which mm-hmm. is kind of a first for the James Beard Awards. We'll get into that later. But we want to talk about the kind of local angle, at least regional angle, that we kind of care about here on this bite. So one of the biggest categories a lot of people care about is the Best Chef Midwest. Can you uh, do a little recap of uh, who was nominated and who won? There were five uh, finalists in that category, three from the Minneapolis area, two from uh, Milwaukee. We had Karen Bell of Bavette. Um, Justin Carlyle of Ardent. The award ended up going to Gavin Kaysen of Spoon and Stable in Minneapolis. In Minneapolis, which did not surprise me because they dominated um, he, nominees. They were like more more Minneapolis than the Best Chef Midwest. Yeah, winners. yeah. I think Minneapolis dining uh, the food scene, scene is, is incredible. Off. It's yeah, taken right off now like... it's really really great. And and uh, Gavin Kaysen is. He's got two restaurants up there now. This this award was for his work at Spoon and Stable, uh, and he is really really talented. And he's I don't know if you've you know seen his resume and, and where he he used mm-hmm. to work at Cafe Boulard in mm-hmm. in New York City. Um, and he decided to come back to Minnesota and open his own restaurant. So a lot of people have been taught. He you know he's got a really great reputation uh, in nationally, mm-hmm. and so I think it was his time. And plus, it was his second James Beard. He won Rising Star Chef okay. back in I think two thousand and eight. So that was really a good. That was really I thought really timely. Also, I was excited to see Alex Seidel win uh, Best Chef Southwest, which is uh, he's from in the Denver area. He's got a number of restaurants there. He's been nominated. I I think. Every year for like the past 10 years. <laughs> wow. And this particular award was for um, mercantile dining and provision. He's got, he's also got a restaurant called Fruition, which is a farm to table restaurant mm. he's had for like the last, last 11 years. He's got a 10 acre farm and creamery. He's also the cousin of BJ Seidel of Good Kind. Oh. <laughs> um, so, so that was so that was interesting there. I'm a big fan of Michelle Nishan, which in the mm-hmm. the new issue of the magazine I did a and A Q&A with mm-hmm. him. He used to work as a chef in Milwaukee, but he's become this huge philanthropist. Okay. And I saw these photos on Instagram of Michelle uh, congratulating and having his photo taken with Alex Seidel because mm-hmm. I think they have similar ideals mm-hmm. of like really trying to get back to the land and having you know making food accessible mm-hmm. to. Uh, to people that are underserved, the underserved population, you know what I mean? And even And also that whole issue, we've talked about this, of using scraps in cuisine and not wasting yeah. things. That's really big, too. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 pride. pride, pride, pride.
So, Ann, uh, let's talk about the rest of the James Beard Awards, uh, the gala. It kind of made a lot of history, especially for women and people of color. Can you uh, list some of the uh, the winners who kind of stood out for you at, at this past week's awards? Well, definitely Eduardo Jordan, who won two awards. He was like the huge winner of the night. Yeah, I he, got the chance to hang out with him. I know. He took the, be- the Best Chef Northwest for Sol- Solare, right. his restaurant. Um, in Seattle, and he also took Best New Restaurant for June Baby, which is another of his restaurants. I've never been to either of them. Have you? No, I want to go there. June Baby is a kind of a unique take on uh, Southern soul uh, food uh, like I have never seen before. Um, so I'm just trying to go to the website right here and look at some of the menu items. Do you know what the name is? is I can't remember. For? I think he said said it once in an interview, but I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But I just look at the, uh, the, the ingredients, uh, the menu dishes. Uh, boiled peanuts, which is such mm-hmm. a very southern dish. And people like in the Midwest never heard of it, and I missed it. I used to buy boiled peanuts on the side of the road, going to my grandma's house in Alabama. He offers boiled peanuts with Cajun spice and Newsom's country ham. Uh, deviled eggs, of course, with asparagus, fried onion, crispy pig's ears. But he's also known for his chitlins, which some people know what chitlins are, which is pig intestine. I hear great things about his chitlins. He used some of his recipes from his mom and his family, like Mama's Jordan's oxtails, chicken fried steak, smoked turkey breast. It's it's a really uh, simple menu, but presented in a unique way. Can I ask you something? I I, I feel like, I I mean, you are very much a celebrity. Mm -hmm. I saw a photo of you on social media Mm -hmm. with him. Yeah. Really nice photo. Was he wearing a T-shirt that said chitlins on it? Yeah, this is the cool story about him. Uh, Every year... At the wars, he makes these T-shirts. So last year, the T-shirt, uh, according to Sherry Tran, you both know Sherry, local local foodie here. Uh, last year, he had a shirt called Pot Liquor. So this year's Chitlin. So he makes them. We were talking, or I was talking to him about like you got to sell those, man. I was like, actually, I said I have twenty dollars. Can I have that shirt off your back right now? <laughs> so when I was talking to did, him. Did he sell it to you? No, because no, no. he didn't have another shirt to put on. We trade. I had a nice little tiki, okay, well, tiki shirt on. Maybe you should contact him like in the future and yeah. say, hey, I want to I buy one of his And he was shirts. laughing at me, and I said, look, I can find some. Uh, you got to come to Milwaukee. I can get you some investors. And he's just laughing like, yeah, I can find you investors. I know if I tell people, they will give you money to open a restaurant here. And he was just laughing. I'm like, I'm not joking, dude. I'm not joking. Like, come to Milwaukee. He probably also could, could do a pretty fine job of finding his own investors. Mm. It, yeah. Pretty much considering his pedigree yeah. and also the fact that he's won two James Beard Awards yeah. this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's the first African-American yes, chef yes. to win Best New Restaurant in the history of James Beard Awards. Yeah, that's, in- that's so amazing. So again, when you're talking about history of James Beard, he's one of those that made history. Also, another history-making uh, well, cookbook author, Michael mm-hmm. Twitty. He yes. also was the first African-American yes. Uh, cookbook author or, mm-hmm. or chef, well, cook and cookbook author to a, win. A cook historian. A cook, cooking historian. Yeah. I was trying to think of the, the exact title mm-hmm. for him. Um, I love, I love following him on Twitter too because yeah. he has, he always has just really great, he follows really, really important people mm-hmm. and good people and I feel like he always has yeah. something really important to great. say. The book is fantastic. I consider him like a culinary scholar. Yeah. He's an know? amazing guy. He was here f- for a talk with uh, UWM last year or two years ago. Um, great guy. Great personality. Very passionate what he talks about. Loves mm-hmm. uh, understanding the combination of uh, like food from the African diaspora along as food from the Jewish diaspora as well. Yes. And yeah. bringing that together. And he's also... Um, He's also gay as well. So it's like he's Jewish, he's gay, he's black. And you didn't know that? No. Yeah. He's, 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 he's a character and like he is the coolest guy you ever meet. 
Yeah. Well, the other one that I absolutely loved, and I, I listened to a segment with her on um, NPR, is Delester Miles, who won Best Pastry Chef. African American woman. African American woman Was for that the first Highlands Bar and Grill. I'm not sure. Okay. She and she's been nominated uh, several times, yeah. and she actually does the all the the baked goods for mm. this particular, or all the desserts mm. rather and for it's all in Birmingham. It's in Birmingham, yeah. Alabama. I lived exactly. there for a few years. She, well, I love, you got to listen to her talk because she's so interesting. She went to college for computer science and decided, you know what? I always w- loved watching my mother um, and my aunts cook and, and making, you know, everything from German chocolate cake to like, you know, some kind of lemon meringue pie or something as a kid. And she does a lot of those really incredible, like really homey, yeah. like grandma cakes. Grandma cakes. Yeah. I call them old lady cakes. That's, I, that's <laughs> the term cakes. I really like. Um, but she does that, and um, she's just charming. I, I loved listening to her talk about how much she loves doing what she does. She's also diabetic, Whoa. which she talked about. Yeah, she talked about being a diabetic and how how that obviously was a huge adjustment for her. She's mm-hmm. known for like 10 years, and you have to taste everything mm-hmm. that you make, right? But you, you come to a period where you're like, okay, I know how to, to make yeah. this work. I'm not going to eat a whole dessert. But I'm sure, you know, that is, that is uh, you know, that presents some challenges. But she rolls right through it. I love her. And she talked about this really interesting sounding tiramisu that she makes at the restaurants that instead of ladyfingers, she uses lemon pound cake. Whoa. With espresso. So lemon pound cake soaked in espresso with the mascarpone cheese. So it's a little different take nice. uh, on, on sounds very Sounds very Alabamian to me. That uh-huh. sounds like my grandma would do something like that. Yeah. Uh, another, she didn't win, but uh, a potentially could have made a huge history during the awards. Uh, Mashama Bailey could was the first African-American woman chef nominated for a Best Chef Award at the James Beard. She did not win. But she could have made history. But another uh, 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 chef of color took that prize for best chef, best chef South, and that was Rodney Scott Barbecue. And mm-hmm. I, I've had a little taste of that at Eau Claire. He was there doing Eau Claire a couple years ago. But his barbecue is known worldwide, literally worldwide. People flew in from Europe to Japan to go to this little place outside of Charleston to try his barbecue. But apparently has a new place in Charleston, so yeah. you don't. Another have to, reason to get yeah. to Charleston. So, Drake. like before, you had to go by hour and a half outside of Charleston, which is actually his dad's restaurant he inherited. Now he has his own restaurant, his own name in Charleston, and it's like barbecue chicken, whole hog. It's it's a kind of a nice menu in Charleston. So, congratulations to Rodney, and also congratulations to Mashama Bailey. Uh, to Savannah, Georgia, who's a restaurant at the Gray, mm-hmm. who became the first African American woman to uh, be nominated for James Beard Best Chef Award. Any other things, any other highlights for you for the James Beard Awards before we go on? Uh, Gabrielle? Uh, Ga- yeah, Gabrielle ha- Hamilton, um, who's, I, I can't remember exactly which what which James Beard uh, Award she's won in the past, but she was she was named Outstanding Chef, mm-hmm. which I, to me is like a career award, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like she has, has um, you know, obviously done a lot of interesting things. She r- runs and operates... Uh, prune chef in New York City. She has uh, Blood and Bones. Uh, that's her book. Now I'm I'm blanking. You you read yeah I've that. seen that book yeah you've seen it okay mm. I read it. She's a pretty interesting. Um, you know I Prune was an interesting restaurant. I was there I don't know maybe two years ago in New York, and um, it was a it you know it was a little hipstery New York mm. had a certain aesthetic to it, but it was really fun and and it was definitely delicious. I mean. 
you, it's hard to really um, once you hear about certain restaurants in New York to find bad restaurants. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it was a really it's it's kind of a charming yeah. space. Um, so I, I liked seeing that. I, th- I think she is a you know is a is a definitely a, a rock star yeah. as far as female chefs are concerned. Um, I just thought it was a really. I thought it was a really good year. It was a yeah. really, and, and, and as you said, very important yeah. year. So um, I loved seeing just all those firsts. That yeah. to me is so, really cool. important. so congratulations to all those winners. Next up, we're going to talk about sweets. Mm-hmm. Mother's Day is this Sunday, and if you haven't got anything for your mom, then um, you're just a terrible person. You're just bad. <laughs> well, I, you, I don't know why you're even on this planet. If you didn't listen last week <laughs> and you didn't make that reservation for brunch already, you're, you're out kind of luck. Yeah. Luck. yeah. But, um, you know, there there's definitely going to be some bakeries open, bakeries that I really like. Mm. And when I think of mom and I just think of a really, really fun ha- a dessert that would put a huge smile on your mom's face, mm. a pie. Yeah. You wouldn't love a pie. Love um, Honey Pie down in Bayview, they're going to be open this, well, they're open every weekend. But they are doing some special flavors for mm. Mother's Day weekend, so okay. Saturday and Sunday. And I would call ahead to reserve a pie okay. if you want to get a whole pie. They're doing strawberry lavender, Door County cherry berry, uh, classic chocolate cream, and key lime. Okay. Um, now, had you thought ahead, you could have sent your mom a pie gram, which would ah. have been a really fun Again, gift. I've done you, this. If you didn't do that, you're still a terrible, terrible uh, Maybe you could have it FedExed or something. <laughs> I don't know. Overnighted. Um, another bakery I love is Miss Molly's Pastry Shop out in uh, Milwaukee, borderline Tosa area. Um, and it's a place where you could go and have have a little bit of breakfast brunch mm-hmm. with your mom again if you can get in they're now doing a sake bloody mary isn't that interesting where is this this is miss molly's bakery and pastry shop out on 92nd and center did not expect that yeah kind of just went but oh. okay consider what you could get for your mom now i would say there's a peanut butter this these are some of the desserts mm. that they have oftentimes in the case a walnut chocolate tart uh, strawberry rhubarb crisp. All the rhubarb is starting mm. to come in. So they're doing some interesting mm. things with rhubarb. Peanut butter mousse tart. She's always got, she meaning Molly, the baker, Molly Sullivan, she's the owner, always does like a seasonal layer mm. cake. She often has a bunt cake that might have like a strawberry jam filling in it. Um, she does hazelnut chocolate cupcakes. Um, all sorts of cookies. I mm. love her cookies. She's got a great salted chocolate chip. Also, if you like shortbread, a little twist on it. She does an Earl Grey uh, it's Earl Grey tea and citrus mm. shortbread that's really okay. delicious. Nice. And one more, because um, I love what the ladies at Batches are doing. Batches down here in the Third Ward. They, uh, on the weekends, they do cinnamon rolls. They do quiche. These are special mm. things they do on the weekend. But I will tell you that kind of in the um, the tradition of the Momofuku milk bar with their kind of confetti cake, mm. um, Jaceline is doing a, a, a really whimsical, fun, delicious uh, confetti cake that's always available um, at batches. She does confetti cookies. There's always cupcakes. They have ice cream. Okay. Um, you know, lots of really fun. And she's doing. they're doing pies there as well. So you could pick up some really a delicious dessert for your mom. Sounds good. And finally, uh, we're all about pop-ups here. We should change our name to... Uh this pop up, the pop up, pop up, Maria. <laughs> yeah, uh, Melinda is back, and they're going to do a pop up arepa. Can you talk a little about that? Well, let's. I need to to um, clarify this because it started as a pop up. 
This is um, one of the owners, Greg Leone's cousin, Daniela, makes arepas, and they were doing it as a pop-up. But now she's going to be doing them for lunch okay. at Amalinda, kind of starting now. And so you can, you'll can you be able to – she's calling it arepa, M-K-E. You're going to be able to go um, at 11 in the morning at between 11 and 1.30 until they sell out. Um, and this is going to be on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Okay. So I don't know if that really – if that really is technically a pop up anymore, but I guess if it's every week, but a kind it's a of permanent pop up, permanent pop up, I would say go at eleven if you want to make sure that you actually get a good mm-hmm. lunch because you know they might run out. They might run out, yeah. yeah. Cool. And she does different filling: shredded beef. She does black beans with feta, chicken and avocado salad. She'll do a vegan one as mm. well. Well, that wraps up this week's edition of This Bites. This Bites is produced by Tyrone Miller. Handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from Society Insurance and your membership. Subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org slash podcast on iTunes or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And as always, Anne, stay hungry. And keep the malort cold. To next week, take care. Take care.